Well, I'm so glad to be with you again to share the word of God. Uh, the word of God is very powerful. Word of God sustains us. The word of God shows us how God works. And uh, to be able to share the word of God is so, so important. And uh, I want to encourage you to open your heart um, uh, to flow with, with the theme of this year. For if you haven't watched the uh, Vision Sunday, which we uh, broadcasted last week, uh, please do so because we shared a lot about what's going to happen this year, but particularly the theme that God has given us for this year. And that theme is, in him we trust. And uh, I believe this theme is very, very important for us this year because this year is going to be as challenging, if not more challenging, than last year. And we're going to need to trust God. We're going to need to uh, put our faith in him and, and, and trust in him when we face difficult moments, impossible situations. And so I'm going to continue along the lines of this theme in the next, uh, today and in the next couple of weeks um, because we need to build a foundation. We need to build a deeper understanding of what it means to trust in him, to trust in the Lord. Amen? Now, there are many Christians today in, in today's church who faithfully attend church but they actually have very little trust in the Lord. And even as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of the times when Jesus turned to his disciples and said, oh, you have little faith. What was he saying? Oh, you who have little trust in God, you know, and he put his disciples to the test on a number of occasions. And, uh, and when they failed, which they did very often, uh, he, he then told them, oh, you have little faith. And so it is that there are many Christians in the church who have very little trust in the Lord. But yet, we need to understand that trusting in the Lord is a foundational must if we are to go beyond just the natural. It's an absolute must. And you know that trusting is not the same as Hoping. These are completely two different words. Trusting and hoping aren't the same thing. Now, let me give you a little illustration regarding trusting. Do you know when daddy tells his little child to jump from the top of the bed into his arms, the little child doesn't just hope that daddy will catch them. The little child trusts that daddy will catch them. And they are, they, they, their trust is so complete, it's 100%, that they will just jump, put their arms up in the air, and boom, they just jump into the blue yonder, and daddy catches them. That is what trust is all about. It's not hoping that daddy will catch them. No, it's knowing. Trusting is knowing that daddy will catch them. And so that's the kind of trust that we need to have. You know, Jesus said, let the little children come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. You know, why did he say that? Because little children have not learned not to trust yet. Little, little ones, they will trust anything. If you tell them that uh, 
anything, anything. If you tell them the sky is 20 million thousand kilometers, billion, trillion, they'll believe you. You know, uh, little children are like this. And I used to remember when I was a little child, I used to believe that my dad, no, way, no matter where he was in the sea, his feet touched, touched the, the bottom of the sea. You know, uh, I, I firmly believe that. And so this is what trust is. Trust, like a little child, is to trust fully. There is no element of no, not being sure in trust. No element of uncertainty because trust is being sure that God will do what he says he will do. You see, God is continuously calling his people to trust in him in every aspect of their lives. You know that most people can trust God for this and for that, but there are aspects of their lives where they, they're not there yet. They, they can't really trust God in those aspects of their lives. So they have a tendency to make their own plans, to make their own decisions when it comes to this and trust the world and trust their, their, their intellect and, and all of these things. But God wants you and I to get to the place that we trust him in every aspect of our lives. No matter what we face, God wants us to trust him. The reason is because trusting in the Lord is the secret to tapping into what God can do instead of just what we can do. Do you know when you put your trust in the Lord, you put your trust in his promise, you put your trust in what he has said in, in his word because you know it is the truth and you can put your trust, it's a solid foundation, it's a solid rock that you're building your house on, so to speak. When you do that, God will do supernatural things coming through for you in ways that you expect the least. That's the way God works. And, and that, that is a secret to tapping into what God can do for you instead of what you can do. Do you know that uh, right now I'm thinking of, a, of an instance in my life when this happened a number of years ago when I heard my dog bark and I, I was working in my office, in my home office at home, but the dog was barking and barking. Eventually I went out to go and have a look what the dog was barking at, only to find four armed robbers who had jumped my wall and were walking in my yard. Now, I didn't realize at first they were robbers. They, they were so peaceful and they, they were walking as if no panic, no, but they had guns. I thought they were... Uh, 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 policemen who had been chasing a robber, but, but you know, not dressed in police uniforms. So, but very suddenly one of them grabbed my, my hand as I got closer and tried to pull my wedding ring off my finger. And then I realized who I was dealing with. Got a long story short, they, they, they pu pushed me inside and uh, put me on the, on the ground with a gun at the back of my head and I was facing the, the carpet. And I just prayed. You know, the strange thing is, I was as calm as you can get. Uh, that's not usually my nature in a situation like this. But the trusting in God came through because I realized I had no other option. I had to trust in the Lord. Otherwise, I would be a dead man today. And uh, then suddenly, I just realized I can't hear any noise anymore because they were ran ransacking the, the bedroom and so on. And I slowly turned around to realize that the robbers had left, hardly taking anything. Why they left? In the natural, I have no explanation. 
They could have taken their time. I mean, they got me with one of them with a gun at the back of my head. The other three were ransacking the, the bedroom and in, uh, into the cupboards to, to see what they could steal. They had left. Let me tell you why. I believe God came through for me. I don't know if an angel appeared to them or what happened. But something caused them to bolt off, off uh, the house and they disappeared. If I had taken action and tried to fight them, I would have been dead today. But trusting in the Lord saw me through this ordeal, unscathed, untouched, and not hurt. So I want to say this to you. Trusting in the Lord is a formula to accessing what God has planned for your life. You know, God's got a wonderful plan for your life. He's, he's, the day you were born, in fact, the day you were conceived, the Bible says he knew you. He saw you in the womb. It doesn't matter how you were conceived. It doesn't make any difference to God. It's a created life. And God has already made a plan for this life. And that plan is good, the Bible tells us. Very good plan. And so trusting in the Lord is, is a formula to accessing what God has planned for your life. You know, there are situations that will occur in every single person's lives that we absolutely cannot influence. We cannot change them. It's beyond us. It's, it's beyond our ability. There, there are many times as life goes that you will experience that in your life. But trusting in the Lord will turn these situations around for your good. Let me tell you, there is no better formula than trusting in the Lord when you find yourself in an impossible situation. No better formula. Because God always come through for you, comes through for you because he is faithful. He's committed to you by far more than you committed to, them, to him. Let me say this to you. I want to repeat that. God is committed to you by far more than you are committed to him. And because of that, he's a faithful father. He looks after his children. Trusting in the Lord is acting on your conviction. Notice that word, conviction. That God is able to do absolutely anything, including dealing with your situation, your impossible situation. God can do all of his things. Nine times in the Bible, the word of God tells us that there is nothing that's impossible to God. Nothing too hard for God. Nine times in the Bible. Why do you think God put this over and over again in the word of God? It's because he wants you and I to learn this lesson. He wants us to understand. He keeps repeating himself. Nothing is impossible to God. So trusting in the Lord is the key to having every lemon in your life turned into a lemonade. I don't know about you, but I, I don't like just chewing on a lemon. It's bitter. It's sour. But a lemonade, when it's well made, is refreshing. So God will turn every lemon in your life, every bitter um, circumstance, uh, impossible, sour, whatever you want to call it, anything that you don't like, that is coming against you, that is putting you down, that is destroying you, destroying your future, God will turn all of his lemons into a lemonade which is sweet and beautiful and refreshing if you put your trust in him. Trusting in the Lord will make you unshakable, immovable, as solid as rock. You know, Jesus taught this. 
He said, if a man builds his house on the rock, when the storms come and the wind blows and the rain beats against that house, it will stand. What rock is he talking about? He's talking about the rock of the word of God and putting your faith in what God says, in the word of God, in his promises, in other words, trusting what God says. You, if you, put, if you build your house, so to speak, on that rock, no wind, no rain, no storm will blow your house down because God will see you through and he will always come through for you. You see, trusting in the Lord will give you total security and peace in times of trouble. Complete security. Complete peace. Amen? Now, you, I'm sure you've, you know about King David. I mean, he's one of the most famous characters in the Bible. King of Israel. And the Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. And do you know that uh, that's the only time in the Bible that a, a, a phrase like this is, is attached to a person, a man after God's own heart. You can find that in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14. Now, because he was a king of Israel and very blessed by God, people were jealous of him. He had many, many enemies who wanted to come and, and, and destroy him and invade Israel. And, and partake of, of, of all the, the goodness and the treasures that, that God had blessed him with. So he had many, many enemies. And as a result, he faced many moments of potential disasters in his life. Many moments, starting even before he was anointed king by his own very king, King Saul, who was jealous of him because uh, the prophet had already declared that Saul had turned his back on God and therefore David was going to take his place. He was so jealous of David, he, he, he wanted to kill him. He chased him all over the place and continuously tried to kill him. So David faced many, many moments of potential disasters. But you know what? His trust was always in the Lord, always. And God always came through for him because he fully trusted in the Lord. God always came through for him. You know, as a result, he could write things like this, and I'm going to read this to you, Psalm 23, verse 4. He says, Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you, talking about God, you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Walking through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I walk through that. Imagine this kind of valley, the valley of the shadow of death. I mean, I don't want to be seen there at all. That would be a scary place to be. But you know what? This valley of the shadow of death, many of us sometimes go through these kind of experiences. It feels like this, like we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But he said, I will fear no evil. No matter what happens in this valley, no matter what, what lurks behind, behind a rock or behind a tree in this valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You see, David had complete confidence in the fact that God will come through for him in every circumstance. He never wavered in terms of trusting God. You know, as I'm ministering this, I'm thinking of David when he was still a young, young boy. He was a shepherd. 
And he used to take the sheep out into the field, um, you know, every day to go and look after them, his father's flocks. And uh, while he was there, he spent so much time with God. You see, this is how you build confidence in God. That's how you build trust in God, is by spending time in his presence, spending time in his word, learning the things, learning about God, learning who he is, learning how, how much he loves you. All of that is in the word of God. If you never spend time in the word of God, you'll never get to know God. You've got to spend time in the word of God. Many people don't do that. And then they build their own version of God. Don't build your own version of God. God has given you the blueprint. It's, it's, it's a book. It's his story. It's his heart. It's who he is. He, and that's what the Bible is all about. It's not just a series of stories that will bore you to death. No. If you start reading the Bible under the, 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 the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes. You're going to get to know God. You cannot trust someone until you get to know them. If you don't know them, you will not be able to trust them. I mean, you may start by trusting them, but very soon you're going to watch their behavior. You're going to start becoming suspicious. Until you get to know a person, you will listen to rumors about them. You will listen to stories about them. But when you trust a person, you will realize this story is not true. This is not right. This is not the person that I know. So trusting in the Lord means getting to know him. How do you get to know God? You need to spend time in his word. You need to pray. You need to let God speak into your life. And that way you get to know him. And that way you, build, you develop your understanding of who God is, how much he cares for you, how much he loves you, and your trust in him will begin to grow. So this is why David could face uh, lions and bears while he was out there as a young uh, shepherd boy and there he was in the field and time and again lions would, would come to want to take some of his sheep and do you know the Bible records that David fought lions and killed them? You think, wow, can, it, can that happen? Can, can something like this happen? Yes, it can because he trusted in God so much I don't believe that maybe that David in himself um, killed the lion. I believe God came through for him and dealt with this lion and this bear. I mean, do you know how big a bear is? A, a man has no chance against a bear. A man has no chance against a lion that attacks him. But David slew lions and bears. And I believe God came through for him. Well, do you know the story of Goliath? Goliath was a giant. And he was huge. I mean, uh, compared to Goliath, David was like a dwarf. And so when the Philistines tried to attack Israel, they sent their champion. And guess who their champion was? A well-trained, violent man of war called Goliath, who was, I don't know how tall he was, but he was at least three times the height of, of David. Huge guy. And I believe his spear was like a telephone pole. I mean, just his spear. I mean, he was a huge guy. And David went to Saul. The whole army of Israel was in fear, including the king. King Saul. He went to Saul. He said, I'm going to face this guy. Now think about that. Saul eventually agreed. And so he went and he faced Goliath. When Goliath took, had a look at him, he started laughing. And he said, is that your champion? This little guy, this little dwarf that's standing in front of me? Is that all you have to send me, Israel? Come on. Are you mocking me? He actually told Israel, you must be mocking me. Come on, send me your champion. 
not this little, little fellow. Well, you see, David trusted in the Lord. And you know what he said to, to Goliath? He said, today I'm taking your head off, you uncircumcised Philistine. Who are you to defy the armies of a living God? <laughs> wow, I, I know that Goliath would have looked at this and just laughed. Ho, ho, ho. Well, let me say this to you. David took, took out his cutty. That's all he had. Put a stone in it and shoo, he sent it against Goliath. And it hit his head and Goliath just fell down and he was dead. Now, let me say this to you. That is not a natural occurrence. You can't just use a cutty with a little stone in it and bring down a giant the size of Goliath. But because David trusted in the Lord to come through for him, God, I believe, I, I always say it this way, turned his little stone into an ICBM, intercontinental ballistic missile, if you can put it like this. And when that stone hit Goliath, Goliath just was knocked off his feet. I mean, that thing hit him so hard. It went right through, remember he had a helmet, it went right through the steel of his huge helmet and penetrated his skull and killed him. That was God coming through for David. Why? Because David put his trust in the Lord. So I want to say this to you today. What giant has come against you, especially as we begin this year? I don't know what you've gone through last year. Some of you lost jobs. Some of you, um, your business collapsed. What giant are you facing? Do you know that God can take care of your giant? He can take care of the lions and the bears, so to speak, that have come against you to eat your blessing, to destroy your life? God will come through for you, but there is a condition. We've got to trust in him. And trust is not hoping. Trust is trusting, knowing. It's knowing that God will come through for you and that God can do the impossible. He can deal with that giant in your life. He can deal with that lion, that bear that has come to eat your blessing. And he can remove them because God is omnipotent. That means all-powerful. He's omnipresent. That means he's, he's everywhere. And he's omniscient. That means he knows everything. And nothing is impossible for our God. So I want to encourage you today to develop your trust in the Lord. It is time this year, particularly 2021, it's going to be a challenging year. I can assure you. So we're going to need to trust in God much more than we've had in the past. And I want to encourage you to put your trust in the Lord because he will never fail you. He'll never let you down. Jesus said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. That means abandon you. No, He's there for us. He's there with you right now. That word as I'm ministering, that word is, is there kind of confirming and anointing that word into your heart. And if you allow that word to come into your heart, it will break down the, the doubts and the insecurities and the fears and build into you such a solid trust in the Lord that will see you through thick and thin throughout 2021. So I want to say this to you. Put your trust in the Lord, not in anything else. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we, our trust is in our Lord. They are fallen, but we stand upright. That's the word of God. 
And God has promised that for those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. They shall never be removed, but they shall live forever. By the time we finish this series, I believe your trust in the Lord will be so strong that nothing is going to move you.